Alright everybody, welcome back to another edition of the Warning Track Talk Podcast with your host Dave and Dave, and today we have another Phillies versus Yankees recap. I guess you could call it a satisfactory series split, nothing more and nothing less, but in the last game of the series, the Phillies did take a 5-4 to victory over the Yankees with the Yankees and Mikey Tockman uh, going 2-for-5 with two RBIs, and then Brett Gardner coming in 2-for-3 with a run scored, and I'll tell you what, Gardner going 2-for-3, it seems like he's starting to pick it up a lot for the Yankees, so, uh, you know, for their sake, uh, I guess I could say that I'm glad that he's picking it up, but uh, Giovanni Urshela, uh, another hit tonight, 1-for-4 with two runs and a strikeout, and then Gary Sanchez coming up big with the debatable home run, uh, 1-for-4 with two RBIs, uh, two strikeouts and a run scored, but uh, yeah, a two-run home run at that, and uh, the Yankees will take it, but just wasn't enough to get them past the Phillies in this one. And Jordan Montgomery taking the loss, going one and one uh, over four innings, six hits allowed, five runs, five earned runs, a walk, and two strikeouts. Dave, uh, what do you take from the Yankees in this game? Uh, I mean, first off, I, I think they played a, a competitive game. Um, as they always do. I thought they, of course, gave the Phillies a run for their money, especially because the Phillies were up early. Um, but, I, I mean, just to go over, I know you had a couple notables there. I mean, I, I thought Mike Tockman had a really good series against the Phillies. He went 2-for-5 in last night's game with two RBIs. I think he's going to be a really good player uh, for them, one of their underrated players um, heading into the, the their future. And, you know, uh, Brett Gardner had another very good game. He's one of the so-called Phillies killers, uh, if you would. He had two home runs in the series, goes two for three last night. The guy just cannot stay off base <laughs> against the Phillies. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the Yankees, they gave the Phillies a run for their money. Um, Gary Sanchez had a two-run home run. Um, he went one for four last night. The ball just got over the wall in right field. Bryce Harper thought it stayed in, but it just cleared the wall. Um, but yeah, I mean, the Yankees, like I said, they, they put up a good fight. Uh, the Phillies battled though. I was very impressed with that. Um, but I mean, like I said, Dave, at the beginning, it's, it's a serious split and, and we'll take it. But, uh, for the Yankees part, I mean, they would have, uh, you know, for sure would have liked to win last night and try to, uh, leave Philly with the, uh, with the series win, but instead it is a split. Right. And, and also to add on to that, uh, last point the the Yankees, they're one of those teams that fights until the end and it showed last night in the uh, ninth inning with almost coming back and Luke Voigt scared the crap out of me when he hit that ball and it was loud and it was deep into right center and thankfully uh, Roman Quinn settled under it for the out so uh, thank God but um, yeah never, nevertheless uh, I guess we can move on to the Phillies with Andrew McCutcheon finally getting some hits uh, two for four last night which is uh, good to see out of our left fielder and then Bryce Harper going one for two with two walks and two runs scored. Uh, Bryce just keeps on hitting. And then JT Romuto really getting hot. Two for four with three RBIs, a strikeout, and two runs scored. Um, he had a three-run home run, which were uh, obviously three of the runs batted in for Romuto. But barrels. Uh, Phil Gosling going one for two with two RBIs and a strikeout. Uh, he keeps on hitting as well. So we have our uh, big-name guys pretty much coming up and uh, doing their job. But Zach Eflin... Uh, also having a pretty solid start last night. He had pretty good stuff, and we'll talk about it. Uh, he went four innings, allowing four hits, two runs, no earned runs, one walk, and five strikeouts. And, uh, yeah, I guess we could start with um, talking about Eflin. Uh, Dave, I thought his stuff was good, and, uh, yeah, he did allow some runners last night, but uh, I, I, you never expect Eflin to be exactly perfect. 
But um, for what it was last night, he was pretty good. And um, I wanted to pose one question. Do you think that the four innings pitched uh, was appropriate for his first start? Yeah, I mean, I would have liked to see seen him run a little bit more because I think originally coming into the day, his pitch count was supposed to be between 60 and 70 pitches. At least that's what he was throwing in summer camp um, when he did have that one start that we were able to watch on YouTube, I believe. Um, but, I, I, I mean, I would have liked to see Eflin go a little bit more, but because he struggled early in last night's game, the first two innings, uh, I believe he was – uh, upwards of 40 pitches that kind of hurt his chances of going deeper into this ball game um, I mean overall it was a solid start from Zach Eflin but I would have liked to seen a little bit more out of him just because I mean that Phillies bullpen is so sketchy that it's hard for your starter to go four innings regardless of its first start of the year or not and expect to walk out with a, with a W the Phillies were lucky that they were able to um, but Zach Eflin is going to have to go deeper in his next start uh, if the Phillies want to continue to win games when he starts. But overall, uh, I, I think it was a solid start by Eflin. Yeah, I, I would agree 100%. Um, and the bullpen, obviously, we, we can't rely on them for uh, a lot because of you know the young, uh, mysterious arms that we have. And we never know the outcome of a game when we put out our relievers. So, uh, yeah, if Eflin can go a couple more innings uh, and do that consistently, then I think we're in a good spot. But um, nevertheless, Dioli Screra came up with the win. Now he's 1-0. Uh, one inning, no hits, no runs allowed, and one strikeout. So uh, he definitely had a little bit of a bounce back outing for uh, himself. Dave, what do you think of Dioli Screra? And what do you think uh, What do you think his future holds? I, I don't know. I mean, it was with the Brewers last year um, when the Phillies picked him up. Uh, I mean, he... he, he I mean, I'm not going to get too happy, even though we had a good good performance today because he sucked in game one of this series in New York, giving up the home run and, and really didn't have much command. But he's another guy that adds depth to the Phillies' bullpen, and, and I think the Phillies are going to have to use him going forward. Um, but it was, it was a good performance by him yesterday. I thought he did really solid. His command was pretty good. His fastball velo was back where it should be. Um, and I think that Guerrero, like you said, is going to be a big part of this Phillies bullpen moving forward, just if he can be efficient like he was last night, because, you know, he shows you when he is efficient, when he does have that control and that command of that fastball and that velo, he's able to, to be efficient enough to shut down any lineup, even the New York Yankees. So I thought Guerrero's performance last night was impressive. Right. Yeah. To, to say the least, you, you could definitely call it impressive. And, um, that, and now we have, uh, Nikki P also known as Nick Pavetta, uh, the guy who traditionally gets hit around a ton. But um, he went two innings last night out of the bullpen, uh, allowing two hits, two runs, two earned runs, and, well, two strikeouts. And uh, two of the runs, um, moreover, two of the earned runs, came on a two-run home run by Gary Sandwich. So uh, you hate to see that. And uh, by Gary Sandwich, I mean Gary Sanchez. <laughs> In case anyone got confused, it was, uh, yeah, that's that's my little nickname for uh, Gary and uh, I don't know why. It just uh, it fits the bill for me. But anyway, uh, Dave, Nick Pavetta nevertheless allowed the two-run home run, and it, it was debatable. Did it just get over? Yeah, and um, I don't know. Would you would you count that against Nick Pavetta, that two-run home run that uh, he allowed? Would you call that a mistake pitch, and um, do you think that he deserved to get hurt on that pitch? Oh, yeah. I mean, it was a hanging curveball. <laughs> I mean, Gary Sanchez, one of the best power hitters in the game, that, that was a mistake pitch. And, and yeah, I mean, Nick Pavetta has to be better um, in that sense. But, you know, I will give Nick Pavetta some credit. Um, not too much, because I, I didn't think he was that great. 
but you know he, he was able to bounce back after that home run. That home run was in the seventh inning, and it let off the seventh inning. A uh, runner got on, and then Sanchez hit the home run. So there was nobody out when that home run was given up. And you're you're sitting there, you're getting worried, you're starting to sweat again because the bullpen's in. It feels like you have to almost put yourself in a tub of ice to not sweat when the Phillies bullpen comes in. <laughs> but uh, I mean, Nick Pavetta was able to work out of it with nobody out. Um, you thought it was going to go downhill with only a one-run lead. It was five to four at this point, which was the final score of the game. Um, after Pavetta left, let up that two-run home run. But I'll give him credit because he was able to battle back after giving up that home run, not give up any more runs, and get the bullpen to Jose Alvarez, who I thought was really solid um, after Nick Pavetta. Even though he did give up um, a double, he was able to get some nasty swings on on his slider and even on his good fa- good fastball that kind of sinks a little bit. And then uh, Hector Neris, of course, you know, coming in to save the game. So I thought that Nick Pavetta did a good job after allowing the home run, trying to just allow no more runs. Uh, no more problems for the Phillies and try to turn that ball over to more efficient relievers uh, in that Phillies bullpen like Jose Alvarez and Hector Nera. Right, and uh, Nick Pavetta, he has his ups and his downs. You know, he has those times where he allows home runs and he allows a lot of them and he allows hits, whether they're doubles or uh, singles, whatever it is. But, um, you know, the fact that he was able to battle back shows you that uh, Nicky P's got something in the tank to be able to uh, battle back. So that's always good to see. I, you just wish that he could battle without having to give up those runs, you know, but uh, that's that's typical Nicky P for you. But anyway, uh, moving on to Hector Neris. He got the save. That's his second save on the season. And he pitched one and a third innings, allowing two hits, no runs and one strikeout. And I believe the one strikeout he got was versus Aaron Judge, and it was a beauty on a splitter, and Judge went and chased it into the dirt, so that's always good to see, especially with a great hitter like Aaron Judge uh, at the plate. But nevertheless, uh, Luke Voigt was the last batter to come up versus Neris. Neris threw a fastball to the outside part of the plate, and Luke Voigt took it where it was pitched and uh, took it out to right center, where, uh, of course, we mentioned earlier, Roman Quinn settled under it nicely and made the catch to end the game. And thankfully, Hector Neris got out of it unscathed. So, yeah, uh, it was scary, to say the least. Everyone's hearts were in their throat. And, uh, well, the Phillies got through it, Dave, and I think that's what matters right now. But uh, Neris's split was working last night, and he has a sneaky fastball that has some good velo. And uh, he was able to get those Yankees hitters out, which is definitely a good thing to say. Absolutely. Uh, Really, I thought it was a solid job. Um, by the Phillies and, 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 you know, solid job by that bullpen, um, you know, especially after struggling uh, the day before. Uh, you know, Hector Neris, I, I was impressed with him having to come in and get four outs. Um, we talked about him kind of being on a little bit of uh, more strict in terms of his workload due to him having to pass COVID-19 protocols when entering summer camp. Um, but I thought he did a really good job yesterday um, in, in being able to – uh, you know, get four outs against good hitters. Aaron Boone decided to go to uh, Aaron Judge. Naris was able to get out Judge. Um, he was able to get out a couple other good Yankees hitters, including Luke Voigt, to end last night's game. He did give up a hit uh, to DJ LeMahieu and a hit to somebody else. It might have been Mike Talkman. Um, but, uh, I mean, overall, I thought it was a really solid job by Hector Naris uh, to be able to close the game. He got save number two on the year, and it's a win for the Phils. Uh, so we'll take it absolutely. Yeah, and I want to go, uh, I just want to backtrack real quick. Uh, I remember you mentioning Jose Alvarez. He he was a really uh, effective piece. 
uh, for the Phillies bullpen last year, and this year it seems like he's doing well. And uh, in the game last night, he didn't do too bad. And uh, I think Jose Alvarez is one of those consistent guys that's going to go out there and he's going to be able to limit uh, the offense of the opposing team. So uh, it's always good to have Jose Alvarez in your pen and hopefully he could stay there uh, and be effective for quite a while. But uh, I don't know. I mean, the Phillies, they have those solid guys in their bullpen. They don't have many. And I think that's the thing. If we can pick up, you know, a bullpen guy or two uh, by you know, whether it is the trade deadline or whether it is next year, then I think the Phillies have a little bit of a better chance. Um, but, you know, there are also teams in the, in the division that have injuries right now that um, will haunt them uh, throughout the season. So the Phillies definitely need to take advantage. But, uh, you know, the bullpen, we do have some guys that can come in that we can rely on. And some guys are wild cards. Sometimes they're going to have good outings. Sometimes they're going to have bad outings. And I think that's something where the Phillies uh, need to figure out whether... Uh, they can actually utilize these guys, and it seems like they're just kind of going to throw them out there and see what they can get at this point, because right now the bullpen is, uh, well, it's definitely a question mark. So uh, we'll see what happens as we uh, make it throughout the season. And uh, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much all I have to say about the bullpen. But uh, overall, uh, a great win for the Phillies, and uh, just glad that we were able to split the series with a team like the Yankees, uh, a real powerhouse squad. So, uh, yeah, for a team like the Phillies, just really good to see, especially uh, since they were at the bottom of their division at one point, and now, uh, due to winning percentage, they are over the uh, the Mets. So, always good to see us over the Mets, uh, since, you know, of course, there's a rivalry between us two teams, but yeah, uh, the Phillies, nevertheless, a great game. Absolutely. I thought it was a really good team effort by the Phillies. The The starting rotation, um, the bullpen was pretty solid. Uh, the lineup performed for the most part. So I, I was impressed with uh, this team victory. And it's a good way uh, to end the series as the Phillies get ready uh, to take on the Braves tonight, uh, Friday night. But uh, one other thing I wanted to cover before we begin to wrap up and talk about um, you know, the, the game tonight is uh, a little in case you missed it segment. Um, and this was shared pretty much all over the NBC Sports Philadelphia um, page and, and, and Instagram and, and their uh, social media feed. Um, and it was a video of Aaron Boone, uh, who is the Yankees manager. Uh, he was upset uh, in the third inning uh, with Phillies fans who call themselves the Pandemic Crew. Sorry, the Fandemic Crew. My bad. The Fandemic Crew. Um, after the Phillies were using cowbells, sorry, the Phillies fans, the part of the Fandemic Crew, uh, were using cowbells and air horns um, either, you know, when the Yankees struck out or when the Yankees gave up a run to the Phillies. Um, and also, according to Yankees videos, which is you can follow them at, at SNY Yankees on Twitter. Uh, the Yankees pitcher Jordan Montgomery was upset at the Phillies announcers for apparently being too loud when he was pitching to Phillies batters. And uh, so, yeah, the Yankees are having some problems uh, with, I guess, losing, <laughs> to be honest with you, because they seem to be going out to all stops to try to blame the Phillies uh, and their fans and, and even their announcers, um, you know, uh, to the, for kind of saying they lost or they had some problems with it. Um, so, I mean, Dave, what, what do you make of this? I mean, the Fandemic crew, you can also follow them on Twitter. Um, there was probably, I would say, about 15 or 20 fans out there. Um, they were using the cowbells and the air horns. I mean, what do you make out of this? Because obviously Aaron Boone, Jordan Montgomery, and the Yankees were, uh, were not too happy with it. Well, to be honest, I, I kind of think that it's um, it's a joke. <laughs> because 
Aaron Boone, you know, upset over some Phillies fans that are making some noise. I mean, there's noise going on throughout the entire stadium. You know, they have the speakers with this artificial crowd sound and, uh, you know, ju- just some sound that you hear over some supposed cowbells and air horns. Like, really? You know, and aside from that, you're, you're going to say something about the Phillies announcers uh, being too loud when, you know, your pitcher was pitching. It's just like, I don't know. I, I think it's ridiculous. And, you know, Aaron Boone probably wouldn't be too upset if uh, there wasn't any noise going on. And I think that's um, that's going to hold pretty true uh, if you see a team that is opposing the home team where uh, they're in better circumstances. But uh, yeah, nevertheless, I think it's ridiculous. And, you know, he's only going to make us Phillies fans, you know, want to boo him. And I think uh, we can have a little nickname going for Aaron Boone and we can call him Aaron Boone. I think that uh, I think that fits the bill. What do you think, Dave? Yeah, no, no, really. I, I thought it was a joke by Aaron Boone and the Yankees too, to be honest. Um, and one other thing I do want to say prior to us moving into uh, you know the the game tonight um, was that all of the stats that we use in this video or in this podcast, sorry, uh, were from either MLB.com or what we watched through our own eyes on NBC Sports Philadelphia during the game last night. Um, and of course, uh, the video that we that we're talking about with Aaron Boone was on NBC Sports Philadelphia's social media pages, and uh, the thing about Jordan Montgomery uh, being upset at Phillies announcers was on uh, Yankees videos at SNY Yankees uh, on Twitter. Uh, and, and, you know, the Phillies are going to get in ready for their game tonight. Maybe the Fandemic crew will be out there again, I would, of course, imagine, uh, with their signs and their pots and their pans and their air horns. I'm all for it, Dave. I really am. I'm all for it. Um, you know, as long as they're social distancing and trying to be as safe as possible, um, I, I think it's very good for the Phillies to have that support behind them when there's no fans allowed in the ballpark. Uh, but tonight's game will be, uh, of course, the Atlanta Braves uh, at the Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, and that game will begin at 7.05 p.m. Eastern time tonight. It will be Kyle Wright uh, versus Vince Velasquez, who is trying to get back on the straight path um, after he had a bad first start, after so-called trying to fix himself. Um, and you can listen on 94.1 WIP or also listen on WTTM 1680. Uh, and you can watch on NBC Sports Philadelphia Plus tonight. And the Phillies have a chance to be at 500. Tonight, for the first time in their season, they split the series with the Yankees, and they have a chance to beat up on the NL East division-leading Atlanta Braves. So what do you have to make of this game tonight, Dave? I'm excited. I'm pumped. The Phillies need to play as competitive tonight as they played last night against the New York Yankees, and I'm excited to watch it. Right. Um, I think that you could call the Braves division-leading. I mean, yeah, the Marlins are um, in first because of their winning percentage, but uh, the Braves... You know, they've played more games. They have more wins. So I would definitely put them in first. Um, but the Braves, you know, they're without Mike Soroka, unfortunately, now for them. But, um, yeah, this gives the Phillies a chance to hopefully beat up on them. And, you know, I think it takes away from, you know, obviously their pitching staff and their ability to go out there and get outs. And they're going to have to either, A, bring up some rookies or uh, sign some guys to uh, try and get those outs. But, uh, you know, it is what it is for the Braves. Uh, but for the Phillies, time Time to capitalize, really. I mean, until Mike Soroka gets back, they just need to fill in some options. So, uh, yeah, that's that's basically just what it is. But um, Vince Velasquez, I just wanted to touch on him real quick. Uh, Vince's stuff looked good uh, in prior starts, but uh, really unfortunate that last start, it didn't exactly pan out for him. Um, when I look at Velasquez and I look at uh, Pavetta, since, you know, they end up getting paired together a lot when we talk about the Philadelphia pitching, 
Uh, it, it just seems like both of those pitchers do get hit around. Uh, they do allow runs, and uh, honestly, both are competitive. You see it. It's just it's weird to see because we know that Velasquez, Pavetta, they both have velocity. They both have stuff, and they just they can't not be hit. <laughs> and it's the weirdest thing. But um, yeah, the Braves have Kyle Wright going for them tonight. Uh, one of their top pitching prospects and. We'll see how it goes. I mean, uh, Kyle Wright is a very high prospect that a lot of people really like uh, in the system. So uh, Wright will be getting the start, and we'll see how many innings he goes, and we'll get to see his stuff and exactly the way that he pitches. Uh, and we'll see how, uh, well, I don't know if Ty- Tyler Flowers will be catching him or whether it's Darno, but uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. And Velasquez. Uh, hopefully he can put up a few good innings. I know that um, him versus the Braves is uh, very iffy, but uh, Velasquez hopefully can come out and show us that his stuff is better than what it was uh, prior to this upcoming start. So uh, yeah, nevertheless, uh, this is a time of opportunity for the Phillies in a division that is slowly falling apart. Uh, I would agree. The Phillies have to take advantage tonight. Of the Braves, they have to do everything that they can to uh, to beat up on them and, and to try to win tonight with Vince Velasquez um, on the hill. But Dave, I think that pretty much uh, wraps up today's podcast. Would you agree, buddy? Oh yeah, I think we had a pretty good time and I think we covered a lot on yeah. today's podcast, buddy. I would agree. Uh, so I just want to thank everyone, uh, of course, for listening to the podcast um, today. I checked our views earlier. We are so close to getting to 400 views um, you guys have been absolutely, you know, loving the podcast lately. We've been getting a good amount of listens, and we really do want to thank you from the bottom of our heart um, for the podcast, uh, for you guys listening to it. And it wouldn't be possible without people um, listening to it. Um, please go check out Dave's Instagram and YouTube, Majorly Talk, for not only Phillies content, but great baseball content. If you want to interact with us, um, go over to Majorly Talk and, and send him a DM either on Instagram or put a comment in his YouTube uh, video, one of his YouTube videos. And uh, we'll try to get back to you or, you know, he'll talk and, and he'll talk back to me and we'll try to get, you know, in communication with each other. Uh, but thank you to the healthcare and the frontline workers uh, for keeping us safe. I want everyone out there to stay safe listening to the podcast um, and go Phillies. Um, as always, I'm super excited for tonight's game. Um, and the Flyers won yesterday, too. We talked about that in the last podcast. They won yesterday against the Capitals. So it was a good day for Philly sports. And hopefully it's a good day again today for Philly sports. Um, hopefully the Phillies can beat up on the Atlanta Braves tonight and the Phillies will be able to even their record for 500 for a 500 winning percentage for the first time this season. So that's pretty much it. All I got Dave. pretty much. Uh, we're going to keep on moving forward, but stay safe, everyone. Um, and, and go Phillies as always ring the bell, baby. Back to you, Dave. <laughs> yeah, go Phillies. But um, you know, like yep, yeah, that, that's that's pretty much the way it goes. But. Uh, if everyone liked listening to this podcast, then make sure that you leave a follow and make sure to listen to previous podcasts as we constantly talk about the Phillies as well as Major League Baseball as a whole. So thank you uh, for the support. Thank you uh, to all the frontline workers for everything they do for us every day to keep us all safe and ready to go. But um, thank you to all of our supporters. And like Dave said, we are approaching 400 listens on the podcast and we couldn't thank you all enough for the support. Uh, we love you all to death for everything that you do for us with the podcast. And you guys motivate us entirely to keep up with the content and to try and um, make this content as quality as we possibly could for you Focus Phillies fans. But thank you all for listening. This has been 
the Warning Track Talk podcast with your host, Dave and Dave.